When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and good afternoon. My name is Cleve Gaddis and I'm a master coach with Workman Success Systems. I'm coming to you today from Atlanta, Georgia, sunny uh, Atlanta, Georgia, as I look outside. And I am so flipping excited about my guest, my co-host, my panelist, whatever you want to refer to her as, uh, Jamel Maynard. Now, if you look at her name on the screen, you would pronounce it Yamel. And right. I used to coach Jamel's uh, bosses a while back. And I think I called her Yamel a quarter of the time and Jamel three quarters of the time. So today we'll work on and everybody will call her uh, Jamel. But she is from the Los Angeles area. She has a tremendous amount of experience from a leadership standpoint, because when I met her, she was a team leader at a huge Keller Williams brokerage. And it was amazing. And I got to really appreciate the pureness of her intentions and the way she looked at other people. And it was just fascinating for me. And then she decided this year, her husband was in real estate, happened to be an agent at the same brokerage where she was the team leader. And she decided, you know what, I think we can do better focusing on the team together than we can with me trying to run the team at Keller Williams and him, him trying to run the individual team. So we're putting some of you in panelist mode. If we're putting you in panelist mode, I'd love for you to, to interact with us and actually um, open up your video so we can see you. I see uh, Deanne, I see Kimberly, I see uh, Lorena or Lorena uh, on, and we'd love to be able to chat with you. Hi, Kimberly. How are you? Hi, Kimberly. <laughs> These are some of my day. people, Cleve. These are uh, my agents. Uh, you got Lorena, Monica, Christian, are, are uh, Kimberly, people, of course. These this people awesome. from your brokerage? Mm -hmm. I love the support. Oh my goodness. Hi, ladies. That is so I, I absolutely do. I absolutely do love that. So the title of today's webinar is Creating a Game Plan, Prepping Your Business for Success in 2022. And I'd love to start out and just have a brief discussion if we can, Jamel. In fact, is there anything you'd like to, to let everybody know? I'm sure there's some people on here. We've got about 60 people on here total. So there's some people on here who are not uh, in your local market. So let's start out by making sure they know where your local market is in case anybody wants to send a referral to you or any of your other agents in your office. Oh, that's so nice. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. I appreciate you spending this hour with Cleve and I. We have the most unusual names um, in the Workman Success System coaching program, I would agree, wouldn't you, Cleve? Well, uh, uh, next to Verl. I think Verl's got one that's very unusual, too. <laughs> exactly. And we're going to have a lot of fun this hour because Cleve and I love to have fun. I'm so honored to be on this panel and for all of you to just be here. And um, briefly, I'm um, native to Southern California. Um, I've been in um, license since 2002. So I'm only 21. So I don't know how that's possible. Um, <laughs> you and I got licensed the same year. <laughs> How awesome. And um, like you just said, you introduced me beautifully. I couldn't have said it any better. I'm local to the Los Angeles. For those of you that are from LA, we know uh, it's Los Angeles County. So there's no specific and dialed in market because wherever our car takes us is where we will go. So thank you for that. I am co-owner um, and team leader with, from, with my husband of the Maynard Real Estate Group. 
So thank you. Love it. And so your uh, broker owners actually got involved in workman coaching for a little while just to to try to learn to make some changes from a leadership standpoint. But I know your husband actually got into coaching as an individual private client. For workmen, this the purpose of this call is not to sell coaching. This the subject will come up a lot. Um, I keep coaches. I, I work with coaches all the time in my business and personal life, and and things like that. So, when did Rob get started in coaching with Workman Success Systems? Rob, um, so my husband, like I said again, co-owner of uh, Manor Real Estate Group. He started in 2017. Um, he, he he started a year after he became licensed. And that was all while I was running the, you know, over 200 um, agent office at Keller Williams in Burbank. Um, so I was running that. And he was running our team. May I love it. Hey, so I just noticed Scott Geller wrote in. He's from Philly in the suburbs. So he would like a referral or two. In fact, if you <laughs> just give him some now, I think that would satisfy him. Everybody, if you're on here, tell us where you're from. Give us your name. Tell us where you're from. You don't have to give us your name. It'll show up. But go to the chat box. And just put in where you're from, and that way we'll have a good idea of, of how our attendee population is spread out all over the country. We've got Riverton, Utah, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Salt Lake City. Wow. I've actually heard of Salt Lake City before. Auburn, Alabama, not too far from where I am in Atlanta. Sarasota, Florida, St. Louis, Denver, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Been there many times. Albuquerque, New Mexico, Columbia, Missouri, Ocean City, Maryland, uh, La something, California. La Sorry, Sorry yeah. they're flowing by so fast. <laughs> Ontario, Canada, Westfield, New Jersey. How Louisville, fast can Kentucky. you read, Cleve? <laughs> yes, obviously not as fast as they can go in and, and, and type them there. But let's start with the discussion, Jamel, if you, if you don't mind. And I'd like the discussion to be on why people don't create game plans or business plans for their business. I'd love it if you're if you've got on your video, raise your hand if you have already done your business plan for 2022. Raise your hand. Okay, Christian raised his, Jamel raised hers. Okay, so we've got some people who've done it. Susan Kelly raises her hand. She doesn't have her video on, but thank you very much Susan for participating. Most of us the human nature is not to create a business plan. So Jamal, any reasons why you can think of somebody would not want to do a business plan? Honestly, I mean, I, um, and I don't know if you mentioned this. I'm also one of the newer coaches here at Workman Success Systems. And, you know, Scott Geller is actually one of my clients. Hi, Scott. Boom. And, you know, <laughs> so I speak what you call fluent agent. <laughs> and, and really, I think the number one reason is time. It becomes a, such a daunting task to open it. It's 30 pages. How do I get started? You start it, you stop it. It's, it's just the commitment to the, to the time to do it. And that's where most agents, I think, um, falter. Totally. So could it be that they don't understand the importance? And could it be that they look at business planning as um, maybe having the possibility of setting themselves up for failure? Uh, yeah, don't you think so? I mean, well, if I write it down, then I have to do it, right, Cleve? <laughs> so so, so one, of the, one of the concepts I'd like to talk about, and I know this does not apply to you, Jamel, just the rest of us on the call, but most of us have these internal feelings of being a little less than we would like to be whether it's uh, how we are in our marriages or how we are as parents or how we are in our church or, or whatever it is, how we are from a professional standpoint, we see ourselves or we perceive ourselves like this, and then we want to be perceived like that. 
And I'm not saying that I'm speaking for everybody on the call. I just find that to be very consistent, that most people would like to be somewhere different than they are. So we already have a feeling in inside of us that is a little bit of a feeling of less than. I'd, rather, I'd like to look differently or weigh differently or whatever it is. We have this little bit of feeling of less than. Well, when we think about the pr- process of putting together a business plan, we're thinking, oh my God, I don't need any help feeling less than. And so if I put the business plan in place, but what is so interesting is when you start to write out your business plan and Jamel, you tell me if you agree, Mm -hmm. some magic starts to happen. So I believe that there is a higher power and I believe that that higher power is very active and involved in my life. And I was on a call this morning with a gentleman that I'm supposed to do a presentation with a week from today or a week from tomorrow or the next day. And I didn't quite understand why I'd been paired with this gentleman to do the presentation. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was because I was supposed to nurse him along to help him do a better presentation. And in the middle of it, I realized that it's because I'm supposed to learn something from him. And it was really cool. So he was talking about finances and creating financial future. And he was talking about ways at looking at accounting. They have me talk about accounting a lot at Workman Success Systems because I understand all the concepts and I make it work. But the reality is I've been falling very short in my obligations as a business owner to handle our finances correctly. So it's not Cleve's Playground. The checkbook is not Cleve's Playground. The checkbook is designed to create a successful environment for all the people on the team. And so what happens is immediately after hearing what Paul told me, I had the feeling of being less than I should be in that regard. And I think what all of us need to do, and Kimberly, you're shaking your head up and down. What we need to do is we need to embrace that feeling of less than. We need to be like, okay, now I'm getting somewhere. Because I see something that is missing. I see something that I need to do. And it is something that I struggle with as a business leader and as a father and as a member of a church and everywhere. I struggle with that. And so I think we all need to get over worried about missing the goal if we get out there and we set goals. Jamal, anything else on that subject? No, I mean, I think you you are absolutely right. And, um, you know, being an agent for so long and obviously coaching agents um, throughout my career, um, you know, writing it down kind of makes it real. And, and it's, it's, it's scary a little bit. I think you totally are right, Cleve on that. And, and if you can just overcome that fear and write it down and executing and get excited and, and let the fear fuel you, you'll start to see a different kind of business and a different kind of you. And what's interesting, and if I could make one final recommendation, so I think our first recommendation is if you're on this call and you're really serious about business in 2022, do the entire business plan. You, some of it won't make any sense. Some of it is not going to do you any good, but go ahead and do the entire business plan. So that's takeaway number one. Mm-hmm. Takeaway number two is, uh, and, and I, as you create a business plan, you will feel this feeling of responsibility grow inside of you. Do you feel totally responsible for hitting your business plan 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Or do you feel responsible for hitting that business plan when you're working? And since you have a business plan, you can go away from work and take some time off. <laughs> the second one, for sure. <laughs> yes, absolutely. 
Yeah. So, so you, if you have a business plan and you know what you're supposed to do in order to grow your business, it unlocks a lot of freedom that you don't otherwise have because you can turn off your business on Friday. You can go away for the weekend because you planned it. You've already got something in your strategic plan that has somebody else that's going to take care of stuff while you're gone. And you and Rob or you and whoever you go away with, girlfriends, whatever, you can go away and have a good freaking time. Absolutely. And yeah. in most cases in real estate, and I see Monica and Kimberly both shaking their head, in most cases in real estate, we don't have any balance. So we make a lot of money in real estate. I was married for almost 28 years. I'm not married anymore. Mm -hmm. I would say that I had a very high personal price for my success in business. I've been very fortunate. Knock on wood, I've been successful in business every year I've ever been in business. But the reality is I didn't have any balance. And I, I, I wouldn't go back, back and say that I wish I could go back and change things because I think there was lots of reasons that my personal life was not as solid as I would like it to be. And I think it's going to be a healthy thing long-term, but it dang sure is something that I wish I didn't have to go through. And it was because I focused 24 hours a day, seven days a week on business. So yeah. the business plan unlocks the freedom that you're looking for. If you'll follow the business plan, because when you go away and come back the business plan still there, mm -hmm. meaning everything you've written down, everything you're supposed to do, you go away for a weekend. It's still there. Okay. Now, my question, and I've got some slides, but I'm loving having just everybody up. And so if you don't mind, Jamel, I'm just going to keep talking through the subjects and, and, and we'll just have a good conversation. Sounds By the good. way, special uh, hello to John Miller and to Randy uh, Cochran, who are both in Salt Lake City. They both work for Workman Success Systems. Uh, they both work on sort of the enterprise, the broker systems that brokers use to train their agents all over the country. And I'm so I'm honored that you guys are both here today, and I hope you'll get some information out of it today. Now, why do you need to start business planning now? I can certainly answer that. Anybody else want to uh, chime in? <clears throat> Let's hear it. Go ahead, Jamel. All right. Well, what are you doing? Uh-oh. Who said that? So nope. what, what you do today doesn't show up tomorrow as much as we'd like that instant gratification in real estate, right, Cleve? Um, it shows up typically and historically and statistically in 90 days. Yep. And so 10-1 is really January 1st, 2022, right? So Oops. we are already at January 13th, 2022 today, right now. Totally. So what you start on October the 1st only has the potential of giving you a result after January the 1st. So I like to equate this to how fast a 747 jet needs to be moving before it will lift off. Does anybody, in fact, I'd love to see you guys go to the chat bar and guess how fast a 747 needs to be going before it will actually lift off. Because remember when a jet takes what off, are you doing? Uh oh, it's not actually, somebody's got a, a microphone that needs to be, uh, needs to be muted. Um, but go in and, and give me a guess as to how fast a 747 jet needs to be going. John Miller says 365 miles an hour. Mark Davis, 437 miles an hour, 300 miles an hour, 450, 400. Got some good guesses. So the answer is on average, a 747 needs to be going 180 miles an hour on the ground before it will lift off. Certainly it's going to go your three, four, a hundred miles an hour once it's up in the air. But the re reality is it needs to get up to 180 miles an hour before the air will literally suck the plane up into, into the air. 
And so when you're getting ready for 2022, you have got to start moving forward now. So if you haven't done your strategic plan, if you haven't done your business plan, don't worry about it. It's okay. But go ahead. And when you put the first couple sections together, whatever you decide you're going to start working on, start working on that at the same time you're finishing up your business plan. Jamel, any thoughts there? No, I mean, I think you, you said it perfectly. Um, you know, we have a saying, you know, working in your business and working on your business. And I think you just, mm-hmm. you, you beautifully said that a lot of us spend so much time working in the business, the details, the, the transactions, you know, where's my next lead, mm-hmm. da, 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 but working on the business goes by the wayside. And I, I'm going to pull Scott out for this. You know, he's not allowed to miss any of our coaching sessions because that's our on the business discussions about how to move his business forward. And then. Scott, would you, would you unmute for a second, Scott? So hi, how are you? Very nice to meet you. Are, um, so are those coaching calls and all that discussion, are those always very comfortable and very easy and, you know, just give you a good warm and fuzzy? Um, not when I'm honest. (laughs) So they make you realize, Hey, there's gaps between what I should be doing and what I'm doing. Correct. And then how do you want the most difficult things is to take something that you want to do and actually put that in practice, put that to use. So what are things, I don't know how long you've been in coaching, but what are some tips and tricks you're using to get yourself to move forward on those business building activities that, that you and Jamel are focusing on, on your coaching calls? I try to schedule everything into my calendar. Now, Um, when I just uh, put a note or to do, it wasn't, getting done at least not strategically so um, now I just started using um, the um, uh, like the perfect uh, week perfect day uh, and using the app on the phone for the for the daily success habits mm-hmm. that lets me track my, my time yeah the, the yep that's the uh, the activity tracker yep. Love it. That and makes you, me very happy. <laughs> I know, I love that. And hey, and when you put your activities into the app, this would be exclusively for private coaching clients of Workman Success Systems. They get actually put into the website, the Workbench website that you and Jamel manage your relationship on. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, I just started using it, but I, I'm uh, I'm finding I, I was uh, you know you get good at putting it in every half hour, and then you get busy, and then you have to go back for the last three hours and, and figure out what you just did and enter it. But uh, it keeps me accountable. So uh, anyway, I'll, Perfect. I'll well, we're gonna, give it a little more time and I'll, I'll give you better feedback. You're <laughs> going to be fine. And you have really um, uh, shown up well today to give that daily success habits. That is the second subject we're going to talk about, but we're going to loop over into the strategic plan first. So Jamel and I have unshared, so you can share your screen. If there's anything you want to show people, talk to them about the strategic plan. It is the most uh, I'm going to call it the most basic of all the business planning stuff. It is literally where you start to write down all of your thoughts of what you want this year and next year and five years down the road and things like that. So let's talk about the strategic plan. Absolutely. So just to kind of give you all, um, you know, system-wide and structure as a, um, um, I'm also a broker associate, but as a, a workman coach myself, I too have a workman coach. So I'm accountable to keeping my strategic plan and every single coaching call, we look at this form and last call. Um, my, my coach is Mike Koch. So hello, Mike, can you see my screen here with strategic plan? I'll just make this bigger. That's my vision board in the background for those looking at my screen. I always keep that up as well. 
And um, this is our 2021 strategic plan for my husband and I. Um, it's, a, it's a series of a few questions if you haven't seen this before. Um, very simple to fill out, right, Scott? <laughs> and other uh, coach, the workman clients. So you start off with kind of a brain dump of, you know, what specifically are your goals? And this was a really telling um, moment here with our coach on 10-4. So on 10-4 was, um, you know, again, our last coaching call. Mike asked, you know, what are your fourth quarter goals? And this is his writing here, not mine. And so he wrote this down based on a conversation my husband and I were having. Every single thing in this six months has come true. We wrote it down at the beginning of last, you know, January, I mean, this time last year, um, we wanted a part-time assistant. Um, I was helping okay, my husband so, out. So, so hold on, Jim, I'm going to interrupt. So you actually put this together last September or October? October. Yes. Yes. Okay. Walk us through each one of these and make sure everybody understands what, what they are. Perfect. The, the, the questions themselves. No, no, no. So where do you want to be in six months? So where do you want to be in six months? A part-time assistant, transaction coordinator, and virtual assistant. Perfect. Um, tell, tell us what you did there. So that was actually hired in January. Okay. Um, the, we first started, we had, we had a TC um, that was now, she was now transaction coordinator on every single file. Virtual assistant started in January, actually mid-January and has been with us the entire time um, of 2021. And the part-time assistant um, started when I became full-time in our business um, in July. So that happened um, again, pretty quickly. Love it. Love it. Um, and this next one, your, uh, your husband must be a sales animal. Because when I hear somebody saying increase at bat through ISA, I know what he means is I want to get in front of more potential clients. So talk to us about that. Correct. If you are all familiar with the DISC profile and have met my husband, I know some of you have, he is a super, super high D. He's a driver. Um, all he needs to do is be on the phones and go on appointments. I take everything else off his plate and practice operational excellence. That is my uh, role in our business. And he is amazing at what he does. He, I mean, he makes about 40 phone calls a day. Um, and he, he's like, look, I'm not getting enough at bats. I'm not getting enough appointments. So we added, not only am I making phone calls, I have a, a goal of 10 per day. Um, we added an um, ISA, which is called an inside sales associate to add to the lead generation efforts, which are putting appointments. So um, this was um, also hired in the first part of the year. I forget exactly when, March or April. Um, for those Love of you that- how's the, how's the ISA working out? Is it- um, fantastic. It's already paid for itself. I'll just put it that way. Um, two transactions minimum and there are more in the pipeline that's moving. You know, we, we have a system here at Workman where we, we label, um, leads A, B and C's. So really the ISA focuses on the C leads, moving those C to, to B, uh, where we can focus on the A's and, and B's mostly. Well, and let's do this for those who are not with Workman. What is an A, what's a B, and what's a C? Let's talk about that before we go to the next item. Perfect. A is a, needs an appointment right now, ready to buy or sell. Uh, B is rel relatively about uh, 30, 30 to 60 days out, and a C lead is labeled you know, 90 days out plus. Perfect. And no, so an A, you don't have to have follow-up with because you've already got an appointment. A B, you're going to follow up twice a month during the weeks of the 1st and the 15th. And that communication with them is typically about a specific property and a specific feature on that property. That's how you keep it moving. And then the Cs, you're going to follow up with every 
30 days once a month during the weeks of the 8th. And generally, you're going to talk about general market information or things like that. So let's talk about number three. This is the best one on here so far. <laughs> so sorry for the, I know uh, my office is probably like, what? We made a decision earlier this year um, in order for my husband to get to that next level of success. And I was actually talking numbers with Cleve right before we pressed start on this. And wow, what a difference. We knew that in order for our team to move, um, to just grow, I needed to be in the role full time, not part time, not bits and pieces. Um, it was it was a huge undertaking. So this this took a while, but um, I gave notice. And um, as of June 1st, um, I was no longer in that role and began coaching um, consistently with workmen as well. Um, actually, before that the beginning of the year. Um, and really just started getting our systems and everything underway. So leading, actually, I'm going to skip to five real quick because that goes together. So in the first part of the year, just numbers wise, and you know, this is just so you all know, it's a national forum. So we're just being very real and transparent with numbers right now. LA um, market, we have a pretty high price point. Our, right. our um, average price of a home is 1.1. Um, in the county, obviously yeah. it's very hyper local. So units are not as as plentiful as it would be in most areas. So our goal was 15 units, 10 million in volume, and 260 GCI for the first six months of the year. We hit 11 units, 10.2 million in volume, and 207 GCI. Okay? In the first six months. First six months. The second six months. Um, and this is as of June till now, that 207 is now 253 in GCI. So since I've taken and put ourselves into full and fourth quarter, historically, Cleve is our best quarter ever. Um, we have already surpassed what we did in the first six months in the last, what is it, five months, four months? So that's so interesting. So in the, the four months following the first six months, you did more business than you did in the entire first six months, and you were fairly close to your plan in the first six months. Absolutely. I mean, again, by writing it down, you know, the, the plan never changed. The, the goal never changed. The, 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 the activities did that we had to increase our, our, you know, put it on fifth gear, as I like to say. Um, as soon as I took over, number four began. And, you know, one of the first things that I did with our coach is called an AMP scorecard. And I know this wasn't on the agenda today, but it is one of my favorite tools. I think it's so awesome. I mean, is there any chance you could pull up your AMP scorecard? I mean, would um, that be even possible? Yeah, we are telling here. Okay, so here, so this is our, our coaching folders. Here's all the resources that we get with, uh, with workmen for those that are not workmen clients. Um, where is it? I'm looking, I'm looking over oh, right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good eye. So, yeah, we are, I mean, this is just a phenomenal. Can you see my screen where it says the screenshot? So we've got, um, <laughs> Workman yes. has a tool where it dissects every single one of your business, ladies and gentlemen. And wow, is it telling. I mean, I got to say, like, you know, being a sales manager, aka team leader of an office, okay, I have things dialed in. But when you sit down and fill out this, this core card, you see, the, talk about gaps. Whoa, do you see the gaps? So it goes out section by section, CRM, marketing, and you have to score yourselves on all of these lead management, 
transaction managers. Again, I don't want to go through all this. There's several tabs at the bottom. And my first thing in, in execution was to take anything less than a five on our on our all of these uh, spreadsheets and move those up. Absolutely move those up. And that's what I've been working on, again, since day one, all while making phone calls and supporting my husband being, you know, the high D that he is. I love that. Go back to the main scorecard page for just a second. And I want to make sure that everybody's listening. And um, Dakota, if you or somebody will make sure if anybody wants a copy of this AMP scorecard, if you'll just go put a note in the chat box that includes your email address, I'll get somebody to go back and look at those and send them out to you. We'll figure that out or, or we'll do something. But the way it works is you're taking your business and you're dividing it up into your CRM, your marketing systems, your lead management, your transaction management. Um, also your, excuse me, the uh, chat box came up in the way I can't see the next tab, but virtual real estate mastery, uh, and recommended actions, business planning, accounting, things like that. Mm -hmm. And so what's interesting is out of a possible 850 points, the new ones you'll see will actually have a a thousand points instead of 850 points. They got 31 out of 850. Jamel, that is like so transparent. No, no, no. That was, that was my husband filling this out. That's the difference between the two of us. It was 406 when I filled this out. So, but, 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 but he thought he was at a 31. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's where this you is, really were. Yeah. Yeah. This is day one of coaching just to give you everyone perspective, but yeah. And that's okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that for that to be embarrassing at all. No, no, I mean, no. I I'm like, I'm just I think you did pretty good that you're at 31. And so now you're at 406, 406 out of 850, which means you still have another almost 500 points you can increase. And this teaches you where to focus. And I love that you took anything that you were less than a five because your possible score on each one of the items is 10 for each one of the individual items on the CRM score. You can see it's a total of 240 points. So she takes the ones that she scores the lowest on. And those are the ones that she works on first. And that is totally fascinating. Okay, let's go back to that strategic plan if we can. Absolutely. So hopefully you can see this strategic plan. Yes. Um, yes. Implement systems on the AMP scorecard. So that's the I, the tool that we just put CRM. What we re- overhauled everything, Cleve. I, I got to say, I t- I went in and, and was like a, a freight train. Um, Mike has been like, where have you been, Jamel? Because as soon as I started coaching, the operational excellence went up. Um, but but yeah. what's interesting is every, so most of us who are salespeople are a little weak on the administrative side. Uh, Diana is saying she can't see the strategic plan. I'm seeing it. So I'm not sure exactly what's going yeah, I'll on. Reshare um, yeah, that's a good idea. Thanks for doing that. Um, the, um, the, the reality is we all have to have somebody help us get the administrative stuff done. And so I believe that everybody in real estate needs an administrative assistant from the time they start. Now, I know that's a little unrealistic and hard for people to believe, but the reality is the best thing I ever did from a business standpoint, the best thing my clients ever do is add really competent and capable administrative people. And I'm not, Jamel, lumping you in with administrative people. Yeah. You're more operations, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's so important. So let me we need sure- someone to make the decisions. And, and provide the task. One of the things that I think most agents fail is not having the systems. And anybody knows me, I am um, not only a high C, I'm a high I. C is very structured. And, and I mean, I love checklists. Each one of our, um, we have two assistants has a checklist. Um, and they are, they know exactly what they need to be doing every single day, monthly, weekly, everything. It is very systematized. But you need someone to oversee that. That's that's really what you mean. Love it. Do you mind me asking what the gross commission income was for Rob last year in 2020? 
Do you mind? Um, 18.2 volume, um, 18 million. So we took, we speak in, in volume in LA, 18 million in volume, yep. 24 units and 379,000. And this year, this year, we, where do you think we'll finish? If you had to guess right now, your date, we're at 461, we're at 21 units. Um, and we have 22 million in volume. Got and, it. And, and closed. And so where do you think you'll finish up? 25 million, something like well, that? Well, that's we have a, a goal for six million in fourth quarter that Mike Coke is holding us to and volume. Okay. Okay. Um, our units are different. I mean, we might have one two million dollar transaction and then we might have one, you know, 750 or 500. So forgive me, rest of the world. We speak very differently in Los Angeles. Um, (laughs) I want to clarify something here. So um, one of the biggest producers in your market is happens to be, well, actually two of the biggest producers happen to be personal private closing clients of mine. And they look at the business and they say, so in one of them is Pacific Palisades average sales price. When we first started was 3 million. And he's like, you don't understand. We can't get our agents to sell 15 or 16 or 20 or 24 of these $3 million houses this year. He will have, uh, let's just call it 12 agents. <clears throat> they will do almost 500 million Amazing. in sales. Yeah. And, and so they've taken these agents, Kimberly, she, Kimberly just fell out of her chair. Yeah, they've taken these the agents <clears throat> who are, are younger and experienced. I mean, these people are in their twenties and thirties. They will have three agents that will generate over a million dollars in gross commission income for the year. Now the agents getting half the team's getting half, but I mean, that's a lot of money for people who are that age and they're going to get their average production up to like 16 in a market where the average productivity per agent is one. Yeah. Our, our most agents in our market sell four to six units. Exactly right. But I just want to make sure everybody understands just because the average sells four to six doesn't mean you can't sell 20 or 25. And if Absolutely. you can figure out how to sell 20 or 25, Kimberly, you can save a lot more money than if you save five, if you sell five. Okay. Let's, let's hit number six, if we can, Jamel, cause that is my favorite one on there. It's my second favorite after you put oh, it. Yeah, of course. But, but talk to, why is that on a strategic plan? Um, because of the five F's and the five F's part of that is fun. And, you know, you said it and, you know, when you work a husband with a husband, your husband, <laughs> you're, you're, it's very easy to talk about real estate all the time. It's very easy to talk about real estate at eight o'clock on a Saturday night. And did you follow up with this lead? We have to cut it off. We cut it off. We have to maintain our relationship because without the relationship, there is no business. Um, you know, I got him into this business. He got licensed in 2016 and, um, and I know from experience, you've got to learn how to cut that off. It's, it's the relationship is most important. About Love it. Okay. Let's switch gears and go into daily success habits. So here's the problem. You mentioned Jamel earlier. Hey, what you do today is what's going to show up in January. The problem is, is that from a real estate perspective, we just value when we have a closing. So we feel like we've been successful because we had a closing. The problem is, is when you feel successful on the week you had a closing, you, there was nothing you did that week that led to that closing, nothing. So you're celebrating the week being a win when the reality is it could have been a total flop or a total failure, even though you had a closing based on your activities. So the way we try to solve the problem, Lorena, is we try to get people to focus on their activities on a daily basis. So we want Rob to be able to understand whether or not he was successful each week, regardless of whether or not he got the results he was looking for. So Jamel, would you kind of pull something up and talk to us a little bit about daily success habits? If you have something. 
I didn't, I didn't pull that one part up. I'll just really discuss it very quickly. Let um, me, hold on. Let yeah. me, maybe Why don't you, I can, no, hold on one second. Okay. I think I can help you. Let perfect, me see if perfect. I've got a slide. So it'll give them something to take a peek at. How about yeah, that? Thank you. I don't have one. You can see the document. Nope. Yep. Got it. So these are what we refer to as money making activities, right? And being the super high D driver that my husband is, um, and even myself, I have um, quite a bit of a a higher D than than most. It's um, how do you know that you won the day? How do you know today was successful? And this tool right here, when I first saw this tool, I was like, wow, here is exactly what you need to be doing every single day to, to plant those seeds, to sprout that apple tree, as we like to call it at Workman, the beautiful apple tree. Uh, my husband, I mean, those calls right there, that, that number is, um, <laughs> it's large. He makes a bunch of dials, 40 plus a day. If anybody knows him or walk him, I know Monica, your, your office isn't too far from, he, he is pounding the phones, looking for an appointment. He does not like to leave the office without an appointment. That's his main goal every day. Um, the goal is to get to 61. And how do you do that? Handwritten notes, showing two homes to a client. Um, again, you guys can read the this. Scott had mentioned it's on our, our, our phones. So it's very easy to input. And the concept on the left-hand side is, you know, focus for 30 minutes, right? And if you actually wrote down what you did every single day, is it all of these items or is it other stuff? So it's very telling you, you match this and you're like, Oh, what did I do today? <laughs> I mean, who's, who's been using the, the daily success uh, habit tracker. Let's see in the chat box and how I'd love it. Go to the chat yeah, box. Who if, uses you're su- this? if you're supposed to be using it, are you <laughs> using it? And Monica, I don't see you typing. So I'm, I'm, you get in that chat box and so you're the only one I can see right now, Scott. Yeah. I don't think he doesn't look like he's typing either, but we know he's going to, he's using it. So he doesn't have to. Oh, he's putting it. He's inputting his numbers right now. Because I'm watching him. I love it. And, and yeah, again, so I, I will say, you know, mine, um, I, my goal is 10 a day and I know I've knocked it out of the park. I'm the one writing the offers. Um, we role play every day. That's an easy 10 points. There's a, an abundant amount of, of scripts available to us at Workman Success Systems. I just go on the, the resource library, pick one and uh, ABC is the lead management. You know, what are we going to say to the C's today? What are we going to say to the B's, you know, um, today? Da, da, da. So that's an easy one to do. And, and I've got a note from somebody saying they can't see the screen. I'm not sure what's up. I apologize. We'll unshare and then we can share again. Uh, Dulce, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, wants to know if there will be a replay and there won't be a replay of this, but there will be a video that will be in the Workman Success Systems Training Center uh, that people can go back and watch later. If you need a copy of this, uh, we could certainly, John or, or Dakota or somebody could uh, make a note that we need to send it to you for sure. I want to talk about daily success habits for one second before we go to the next subject. And I want to tie things down. I was doing a presentation for a group of brokers which are real estate agents in the Northwest U.S. And we wanted to, um, to understand how many points does someone need in order to get a closing? And we wanted to look at it two different ways. So we wanted to see how many total points someone needed to get in order to have a closing. And then we wanted to see how many prospecting points calls, text messages, emails, handwritten notes, open houses, and door knocking. Those would be the real pure prospecting activities. Would anybody in, be interested in knowing what that number, what those numbers were? Okay. Yeah. So the number of total points for DSH was 515. <laughs> 
So they needed to get 515 total DSH points to get a closing, which means one closing every other week. If you're doing daily success habits, getting 31, 61 points a day, which means 24 closings a year. So if you could get 515 points, every time you get 515 points, there should be a closing in there for you. Kimberly, is that helpful to have kind of a number to go, man, I can do that. Okay. Next thing is, the number of points that were purely prospecting points. And the number there was 279. So phone calls, text messages, emails, um, handwritten notes, open houses and door knocking, 279 points on average uh, to get a sale. Eduardo just asked, where do these numbers come from? And Eduardo, those numbers come from this document here that uh, Jamel was just reviewing with the team. And it, somebody actually categorizes or calculates the number of calls they've made, the emails and text messages, the handwritten notes. They're tallying this on a daily basis. And if they counted all of the categories there, Every time they get to 515 points, they get a closing. If they just calculated the calls and emails, the uh, emails and text messages, handwritten notes, open houses and door knocking, which are the purely prospecting activities, they would need 279 points in order to get a closing. If you guys have any questions, you can always go to workmansuccess.com. You can sign up for a free business consultation. We've got lots of business analysts and consultants there that will talk to you about your business. If coaching is right for you, they might very well discuss the possibility of you getting into coaching, but there's no obligation whatsoever. No, no obligation whatsoever. So daily success habits. So we've got don't wait to get started. Start now. Start with your strategic plan and define things as specifically as you can, but it's going to be a general outline. And you have to recognize whether or not you've been successful. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to recognize whether or not you've been successful um, at the end of every week. Uh, Jane just says, hey, uh, please share the documents mentioned for today's uh, session. The only document that we will share with you proactively is the Agile you're going to have to stay on until the end, and I'm going to give you a URL for you to go to to download the rest of the documents. We've got the other important document, documents that we're talking about ready for you so you can go download those. So the daily success habits, is it an option or is it mandatory, Jamel? Absolutely mandatory. I mean, there are times when um, we're both, it's five o'clock and you're looking and maybe the day got, and we're like, okay, we got to fill this in because guess who's keeping us accountable is our coach. <laughs> so everyone's got to answer to somebody. And not only that, we have to answer to each other. You know, I don't want to look at my husband and say, I didn't, I didn't bring my weight today. I didn't make my calls today. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. That's, that's a hard one pill to swallow. That's your own spouse. Right. So totally, totally, absolutely. totally. Absolutely. Absolutely okay. not optional. <laughs> so how do you work through your numbers to understand those conversions? Because so if you think about it, if you want to do 20 closings, mm -hmm. then ultimately you need to meet with a certain number of people in order for it to lead to 20 closings, which means you need to talk to a certain number of people in order to set those appointments. So agents who create businesses that are scalable, meaning that they can make bigger and bigger, it's because they understand the numbers. So they'll say, if I want to do 20 sales, then I need this many leads. If I want to do 40 sales, I need that many leads. So talk to us about the numbers and how you stay focused on the numbers so that you and Rob and everybody on the team stays focused. Well, I mean, this is a, a debatable thing because it depends on the lead gem source, right? Okay. Um, we can really get it and dive into this um, you know, our farming activities and our PPC and things of that nature are always going to be 
around the nature of 50 to one, meaning 50, okay. 50 leads will, will net uh, one appointment, right? But but our A leads and, and people that we know referrals, those those are you know six to one. So, uh, and I hope everybody heard the magic in what mm-hmm. Jamel just said, because the reality is her number is about right. So what she's saying is that you can convert 2% of your lower quality lead flow. So if you were doing things that were just fishing expeditions for people who might be looking at a home, those are going to convert at a lower rate. But she knows if I can generate 50 of those, I can turn that into a closing. Now, which means there's probably a few more than one appointment in there, but you've got to have him go on appointment because, you know, Rob's going to go on so many appointments that he's not everybody that he goes on an appointment with is even going to sell a home now or ever. They're just talking about it or thinking about it and they change their plans and that's okay. Well, you know, Cleve, I know you didn't ask me to share this, but I have um, another tool that's called the income goal sheet which really yeah. breaks it down. And, and uh, if you're into numbers, uh, we don't really have to get into the gist of it, but but I'm looking at it right now. And if you break down the numbers based upon our conversion rate, based upon our sales price, um, we know we need 2.3 listing appointments a year. I mean, sorry, a month um, to get to our goals. And how we derive that as a whole spreadsheet. I know we're not bringing that up today because it's a lot, but mm-hmm. that's the answer. And Love it. So the key is to equate it to activity. So if you work more on the buyer side of the business, let me tell you my opinion of what your responsibilities are from a job standpoint on a weekly basis. And that is to meet with two new potential buyers every week mm-hmm. Two every single week. I didn't say good buyers. I didn't say bad buyers. I didn't say sober buyers. I didn't say drunk buyers. I just said buyers. And I don't want you to judge whether or not they're good prospects before you go meet with them. I want you to get out there and meet with people. Because if you do that, even if you only convert one in four of those, that's 24 closings a year. But your focus is two a week. Your focus is to meet 104 potential buyer prospects every single year. And what I'm telling you is if you do that, that should turn into 24 closings. That was so helpful. Thank you so much for bringing up that income goal sheet. That's huge for people. It is. It takes the business and turns it into a little bit more of a science instead of just sort of guessing game. Uh, Christian Perez, will you unmute for a second, if you don't mind, please, sir? Christian is Jamie's uh, coaching uh, client, just to throw him under the bus, just so you know. Please. Love it, Jamie <laughs> and, Taylor. And Jamel was, uh, she, Jamel, she basically coached me when I first joined Keller Williams. Awesome. I love that. Jamie, Jamie is amazing. Um, Jamie's amazing. She's a wonderful coach. She inspires me uh, all the time. So let me ask you this. Do you know exactly what the activities are that you need to do this week? So like, do you know what your job is? Can you describe it? Yeah. So actually we've been working on the four pillars um, and we have this really cool tool. It's another one of workmen's things that I know we're not going to bring up today, but um, it is not going to bring up stuff that we keep bringing up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, it basically gives me what I need to do every single day for my business. Yeah. Love it. So when you start the day, you have a clear plan of what you're supposed to do. Yep. And guys, it all boils down to the number of new prospects you can meet face to face every single week. So if you want to grow the listing side of the business, meet with more potential sellers. If you want to go the buyer side of the business, meet with more potential buyers. Eduardo wants to know what other means of prospecting do you use? Do you call FISBOs? Are you calling expireds? Are you doing any farming? Um, I'd love to just answer that question for him. Well, I can show you, Cleve. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> or, do uh, it. 
So this actually is one of our next couple of slides. So thank you so much for asking that question. Um, you know, we have a plan for everything. Um, and uh, Christian just said it, pillar. The definition of a pillar is a source of income. And um, my part in this, in this uh, team role is to make sure that we have a plan for every single pillar, AKA lead source. So here's just our plan and I'm just gonna show it to you. So <clears throat> you can see this. This is what I put together for um, each lead gen source. Oops, not share, oops, present. So this is our top 50. RTC means reason to call. And each month we have a plan that needs to get executed uh, besides our birthday system, besides our home anniversary system. Every single month we have a plan to reach out to our top 50. I know we didn't really get into top 50. This is our A plus raving fans um, referral sources. You know, we've seen um, 67% of our business come from the top 50 in 2021 thus far. And the year is not over. We just opened escrow yesterday from our top 50. So every single month we have something planned for our top 50. Okay. Our TC needs reason to call. The goal is to call them. We did, we actually call them more than this because we're inviting them to like our, our event this month. Actually, it's this weekend. It's called portraits in the park. We are a photographer, give um, our, our, um, you know, individuals some pumpkins and we have them take their um, holiday photos. Um, we also do our pie event. Um, we do a shaved ice event. We actually had 126 people come to our shaved ice event. And this is in our front yard, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm really big on punny things, like things that are punny, but I'm bump bump. So I, that's what I mean by punny tag. So <laughs> past clients. So each source. So that was top 50. Here's past clients. Cleve Verl and I were having a brief discussion last week, as I have with our coaches. You don't always have your past clients on your top 50. Some. No. No, your top 50, sometimes, you know, our top 50 is are, are, are like lenders or um, estate attorneys, um, you know, people like that. So not all past clients. So we have a system, a lot of this automation, we do a branded magazine every other month and we fill that in. Uh, and again, we call them. So here's the plan for the past clients, page one and page two. So again, every single month is something planned and then executed. So this is my role to make sure these are, um, you know, implemented. And, and some of the things, Jamel, are, they match what you're doing for the top 50. So the top 50 has a little additional communication, a little additional back and forth with them. But then you're doing those same things for everybody. And Eduardo, I think, is the one who asked the question. It's so easy to ignore your past clients. And I love it. I noticed on your prior slide that it showed anniversary, home anniversary letters. Yeah. And I would assume that every single year on the anniversary of their purchase, you're sending them a CMA or an anniversary letter or something for that home. I love that. Brilliant. Yeah, we do the net sheets, uh, complimentary CMA and a mark. I mean, January, we, we, we know that. And then we call them with a simple script. Hi, do you, you know, do you have any real estate needs in, in year 2022? And you'd be surprised what that open-ended question <laughs> discovers. Love it. So your first pillar is top 50. Your second pillar is your past clients. Is that correct? Well, uh, yeah, it's two separate pillars. I mean, we have a couple other but farm. We have two farms. So okay. you could count that as one or two. Um, you know, there's one pillar that's not on here because I'm building it out as we speak. It's our PPC um, leads. That, that's, a, that's a whole beast of, with workflows and automation behind it. So farm one and two, um, this is there. So we, again, we, 
sit down and we do the entire year of postcards all, all in, you know, one time and it's all done. If you do that, you don't have to think about it every month. It's just done. Um, our ISA handles a lot of the, the calling. Um, and we of course take the, the BC leads from there. And then, and, and, and it looks like we're looking at 2022's plan, not 2021. So we're looking at the plan you've already put together for next year. This, is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. 2021 is done. I'm, 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 I'm on to 2022 um, and getting this underway. So let me ask you as an example, in May, it says looking for a signed postcard. Like just what is that? You've already planned it out. It's May. It's five months after the year starts and we're still three months away from the year starting and you've got it planned. I love that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a sign. It's, it's a for sale sign that says looking for a sign that it's time to sell because we know April, May, we're setting up for the summer market. And then um, you're, lot- you're mailing that to the farm areas. Correct. Farm one and two. And then when for, for Eduardo's benefit, because I think he's the one who asked most of those questions when Rob's making his phone calls, who is he calling mostly? Like where, 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 where where do the numbers come from? Uh, Number one database. Okay. Top 50 is number one, sorry. And database is number two. We have 922 people in our database last, last time I called. And those are all segmented A, B and C. So um, again, another tool, we start with the, the, um, the lead sheet, the lead tracker and start with our uh, hottest leads first and then move on to bees. Well, there's a system for that because it's the date of the month and things of that nature, but database. So you grow the database from your farms and you grow the database from, um, again, we just added another lead source, um, which is the, the PPC. So you grow the database that way, but there's enough in the database to start there. Top 50 is always number one. Top 50 is, is, hyper-focused. It has to be the center of your four pillars. You've used the, the, the letters PPC a couple times. Clarify what that is for everybody. That's who, a not everybody paper, sorry, Google leads, basically pay-per-click. We have a digital marketer that um, types in keywords, goes directly to um, our, our lead generation website. And um, again, those leads, like we, we talked about in the beginning, those, those are the 50 to one. You just keep in touch. You keep in touch. We know we're going to out-touch these leads more than anybody else. Um, we just, we just are hyper-focused on that there. If they want to buy or sell, we're like a dog on a bone, making sure that they, we get in front of them. Um, and then I, you know, not to change the subject, but one of the most neglected things is the database. I am a database alcoholic. Um, and this really Mike helped us, um, develop every single month, the entire database gets an email. And the way that I learned to open an email is you give away free stuff. So you put in the header every month, you're giving away something. And, um, you know, our open rate is 40 ish percent, maybe more in some months, depending. So, on what is. so in January, you're giving away some type of fancy champagne to That's one right. lucky person who opens the emails. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a, they do enter a raffle. Sorry. Okay. No, no, no. That's okay. So not everybody wins it, but, but one of the people who opens the emails and listens or whatever it is, joins the raffle, they can win. And they open the email, they look at it, they have to get to the raffle, sometimes at the bottom, so they have to read the whole email to get to the link. <laughs> it's just a, a science there. Um, and then, yeah, and the nines out of 10, they enter. And I got to tell you, a lot of the people that enter are top 50. Um, and I'm just, yeah, and it's awesome, though. But it's, and then they'll, they'll start to say, oh, you know, get on Robin Jamal's email list, they give away free stuff. Um, then they'll go post on social media, like uh, the person that won the charcuterie board last year, and yeah, I'm doing it again in April. Um, she posted on social media, Robin Jamal, I never win anything. 
Robin Jamel, my realtors. And guess what? That person is, we opened escrow with her yesterday. So it, it all just comes together. It, it really amazing. Does. Great Build idea. It, have a plan comes together. So again, this, this is me just being exposed, showing everything that we do. This is all not something that happened over, uh, overnight. This is planned. I've been working very hard with our coach um, to get this up and running and more importantly, executed. Fantastic. If you'll unshare for just a second, I want to share something with them. That is so great. Thank you for being so, so transparent and really helping everybody understand what you're doing. It is so awesome that we've gotten to see kind of under the hood here. <laughs> I'm trying to share my screen, but I've got something going on here that doesn't allow me to share it. Hang on just a minute. Well, Let I will just... say also all of those has a checklist that goes with it. So that's, that's, it's not just, Oh, have the idea, but there's a checklist that goes with it. And the tool that we use at Workman is called an agile, which is Again, one of my favorite, um, favorite, favorite things in the whole wide world um, is putting together the checklist for the park event, putting in the checklist for the, the agile uh, for the, the pie event, um, getting, you know, so that's a, an amazing tool. Are you doing all right, Cleve? You want me to share my well, screen? I'm doing fine. I'm not, so my, uh, my, my Zoom is just frozen, so it won't let me share anything, but let me give you this. Let everybody write this down and maybe John Miller, you can post it in the chat. Uh, if you want to download the resources from today's webinar, go to workmansuccess.com forward slash game plan, workmansuccess.com forward slash game plan. And we've got free giveaways for you. We've got a full copy of the entire business plan, every single page. And that includes most of the concepts that we've talked about today. We give you a fillable PDF form that you can use to put your daily success habits in. <clears throat> so Monica, that form you saw them using, you'll have a copy that you can actually go in and fill it out on your computer. And then the marketing plan where Jamel went through and identified, here's what we're doing for our top 50. Here's what we're doing for our sphere. You're going to get a copy of her plan. So you can actually use the same form she used to create her plan. You can use it in your business to create a plan for yourself. Jamel, I cannot tell you how much fun I have had uh, with you on today's webinar. You you totally fully gave to everybody. You, you, you let everybody see the real truth. I love it. Anybody who puts an amp scorecard that has a 31 score on it, that person has guts and is not trying to just impress everybody. Your, your second score of 460 or whatever, wherever it was, was much more impressive, but thank you so much for My being pleasure. with me today. Thank you for sharing generally uh, and, and genuinely with everybody. I appreciate it. I think everybody here appreciates it. And if you're interested in seeing what private coaching might look like for you, just go to workmansuccess.com workmansuccess.com you can sign up for a free business consultation and people who work with randy and john will give you a call back and they'll make sure and treat you very specially and the cool thing is is that i that i actually help you with two or three real important key things that you need to work on business wise uh, if you go and ask for a free business consultation thank you so much everybody for showing up we'll see you next month on the team leader webinar thank you Cleve. bye bye-bye this podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.